Alright, you listen to the Fighting Fib podcast. Hope you enjoy it. Hope everyone's uh, doing well. Uh, I'm a bit of a numpty and forgot to actually properly introduce the man on the podcast today. Uh, so that's a uh, my bad first uh, first time uh, mistakes. Uh, we've all been there. We all remember our first time. Um, but yeah, it's Sam Ellis, Webflow and Fitness, um, Web and Flow Fitness. Apologies, uh, and he's a ultra marathon runner, ex pro squash player. And um, he also does a bit of rubbing, uh, massaging in his spare time. Uh, really, really good podcast. Uh, I've just recorded it now, so this is uh, after. But uh, yeah, hope you enjoy. Lots of love. So um, I just, I find it absolutely insane because I was just, I always trying to think what we can talk about. And obviously all the things I was talking about is how you do like your ultra marathon running. Like that was just the main thing for me. And I just completely fucking forgot that you used to play pro squash <laughs> like i just i just like it it, it just skipped oh, my mind used to roast coffee as well that's really important used that's to what uh, roast coffee yeah oh yeah well that's probably yeah, more so important you know, than your pro squash loads of random coffee questions like okay, yeah don't yeah about that, okay. <laughs> to be fair i find it um in the fitness industry there's a massive uh linked coffee and everyone just fucking loves it and like if you're not drinking coffee you're doing something wrong like yeah yeah yeah. i mean there's been a huge movement of people taking um coffee and turning it into like pre-workout basically yeah yeah um there's a company in bristol called true start yeah making cans of what they call high quality coffee yeah it tastes all right but you know it's like designed for people who yeah want to use it for that i just that reason, i you know. find it so funny because i do have a few friends and uh, who just fucking love coffee um and they'll, they'll do like a, a story of them and they'll make sure that their coffee's in the story it's like oh, i just can't function without the stuff i bloody love it but it's like oh, fuck, just drink it yeah, it's because it's trendy though isn't it yeah it's, coffee's, uh... coffee's cool i mean you don't see many people doing the same sort of stories about the herbal pea yeah, really. yeah. oh yeah go get my herbal tea in before training yeah it's like fuck <laughs> off <laughs> but you're actually in it yeah. so I'll, I'll let you slide because you, you actually work for a coffee company but i don't have a oh, fucking okay. clue i just buy the stuff and drink it and hope it gets me so a, what do you drink uh coffee um the... oh, instant uh no uh, actually you, you'll be impressed i did the one where you um you, you push something down and it oh, okay. Oh really? Oh. And it's a powder. Yeah, you. What's that? The boat out there, mate. It's an americano. Yeah. I, I don't know if that's a, if that a what? americano. That's what it said in the tin, anyway. Is that is that is that a that's good what it coffee? Said on the tin. Oh, you're yeah. a slave to marketing. <laughs> right, we've 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 been talking for about three minutes and we've sidetracked already. So I'm gonna steer us steer us onto stuff I wanted to, to focus with you, and that's. Your ultra marathon running, which obviously needs uh, it blows my mind that you do. It actually makes me feel a bit sick. Um, I couldn't think of anything worse in my entire well, I life. Feel equally about you front squatting 160 kgs on that video. So, <laughs> yeah, but the, uh, to me, awesome. like that's all right. But the thought of running for more than five minutes makes me want to throw up. Like. You know, yeah. you, you know when everyone was doing oh, this. I've seen you do that. I had you on a treadmill for fifteen. Yeah, minutes <laughs> and I was done. You know when everyone was doing those like five k's. I was like, ah, oh, mm. I'll just whip that out. Um, that oh, won't yeah, be too yeah. bad. Two k's in, couldn't walk. I was like, Jesus Christ, <laughs> it's embarrassing. But yeah, ultra marathon running. 
how on earth do you prep for like a comp or a big race i don't know what you call them but what's your what's your run-up of training like how does it work uh for i mean what for me or do you mean how do you actually get started in this sort of thing i'll go get started not that i'm i'm not getting started screw that but yeah because that's the thing is people get like very people are like how do you possibly run this far like 100ks or something they're Mm. like that they're like 5ks is like i'm I'm broken but it's it's really um on a scale of once you can run you know once you can run i'd say like maybe a marathon um the the whole game changes really it it it, because you're getting so efficient at running running another 10 miles is more about nutrition getting enough calories in um and and a little bit about like strength conditioning um so your body doesn't break down yeah. over a certain amount of time so you know i would never go out and train you know i'd never go out and run 100ks in training no no it's more it, it gets more about being really efficient um so you know my training runs are often just it, it's more about little and often it's getting running Mm. um just getting really efficient at running i will put in you know a long one most weeks um yeah. that could be anything from 15ks to i don't know yeah 30, <laughs> 40Ks. it's so, disgusting <laughs> yeah i mean it, it depends on my body's feeling but yeah my majority of my runs are just like 5k around the block or, yeah. or it, it's more it's more about yeah that efficiency because it's running is such a stress on your body um, yeah you're putting like three times the impact through your entire body every stride so yeah so you don't want to be out like pounding the miles all the time and pe- that's what i think a lot of people make mistakes of when they're training for these things they're like oh i've got to hit like a hundred mile total this week yeah and, and they like brutally you know pound the pavement um and and their bodies just break down and they're just exhausted um so i think once you do get to the point where you're pretty comfortable running for a couple hours yeah um, running a marathon then then it becomes about really about like s and c um yeah. and and learning how to manage your your body through through that so obviously the stuff i do is a lot of trail running so there's a lot of elevation um and yeah the very uneven ground as well it's really very like cool. yeah so it's really managing like <laughs> stress on your body um, yeah and that's where um that's where a bit of technique comes in especially for like downhill running um yeah. downhill's yeah. the absolute killer yeah um, you'd think it'd be uphill but like yeah right yeah yeah 100 uh, i mean the uphills aren't aren't fun uh no. but but the downhill is where it really kills you um just because the impact for, for a long time yeah time. um and that's where technique really comes in so that's like the other part of my training is is getting comfortable running downhill um learning to lean forward and shorten my stride length um and just kind of float down a little bit yeah being as um, efficient as possible really right yeah people people often just lean back put everything through their ankle um through their heel yeah and the shock just goes up their body and yeah five minutes their, their body's just locked up <laughs> i walk um, down a hill and my knees are in tatters so. <laughs> literally yeah, lean forward yeah, le- yeah. <laughs> I'll do that. You just see me rolling down a hill. It's like absolute fuck. So when you said about, um, it, would you say it gets less about like the lungs? Like you kind of get to a point where your body 
is so efficient that it does it it can do it forever but what lets you down is your body being able to withstand the impacts would you say that's more a priority or uh, a little bit yeah 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 oh i'm not saying that i'll be able to run a marathon obviously without building that capacity up but yeah, yeah it, it, people yeah i mean there's there's a lot of races now that are, um they're not like a set distance it's like how many loops of this can you do yeah it's lap and standing you know there was one in america they do every year just off the top of my head but the record was beaten this year yeah this guy ran for like four days it might not be that but it was fucking crazy and yeah. uh and then it becomes like mind over matter and yeah hmm. it is really about consistency so it's like managing the impact on your body yeah. get enough calories in um because you're not really yeah it's weird you're not like getting more tired once you kind of hit once you've hit like i don't know five six hours in to like a really long one yeah you, your body's as broken as it will yeah it's just going through the motion now so it, you just kind of keep plodding along and yeah. get these highs and lows um, of energy um is learning to manage that in your in your head and and being yeah. super consistent with um yeah the, the amount of stress that's going into your body so yeah um yeah definitely like learning to keep your heart rate down is a big one um and mm. that's where i think breath comes in yeah quite a lot so you're um, you're um an advocate for breathing you 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 love it yes i don't know I'm, uh, who likes breathing but now um now i've recently um notice the benefits of it especially when so when we're sparring so i'm trying to make this a fighting podcast but i doubt it will link nicely every time but um you notice when people start breathing and panicking um and breathing incorrectly that's when you notice that they gas out whereas someone who seems calm relaxed they're controlling their breathing they seem to be able to fight on forever would you say it's a similar similar sort of concept or I guess a little bit, yeah. I mean, because for, I guess for for your style of, of competing, um, yeah, you got someone trying to kill you. So yeah, Whereas breathing in in running is more, um, yeah, it's it's so it's basically so you don't like burn too many calories. It's so you don't like, um, because that, that you can only get in so many calories while you're running. Yeah. Um, if your heart rate is too high and you're like pushing it a bit too hard mm. you're just gonna be burning through stuff and you're not able to replicate like bring that in yeah. in the same rate so trying to manage that and that's why yeah like focus on on your breath um and a lot of stuff with like nasal breathing kind of you you can get enough oxygen in without hyperventilating basically <laughs> so yeah. um and that's definitely something to be learned um a lot of runners go out and they're they're like puffing and panting and going absolutely nuts but mm. it's more because they're like their their brain is kind of going oh i need to breathe so quickly to get through this yeah but really they learn to control that they're they're getting so much they're getting like plenty of oxygen in mm. um it's, you know a lot of their breathing is doing nothing really yeah um except it's, for stressing them out that is quite so it's quite similar actually when you do a comp like when i first did my first comps i noticed that i was gassing out 
so much like and i yeah. didn't I, I didn't understand like training i'll be absolutely fine don't know what it was i i could i could fight i could spar do multiple like five minute rounds back to back and survive and then you do you go to a competition and you do a, a two minute fight obviously it's a little bit more intense because you're trying to rip each other's heads off but the thing which i've realized what a big factor of it was my breathing like i just noticed yeah. that because you've got that um because you're stressed to shit you're um that's what goes you start like, yeah, like taking maybe yeah. shorter breaths or it's um you lose that rhythm really right yeah yeah um, yeah, yeah yeah so i mean do you do you find that now that you've yeah, I guess you've you've learned to get that under control. Your awareness is better as well. Yeah, it's more it's more. This sounds silly, but like there's you know every now and then there's like a pause. Use it. It sounds insane, but using those two seconds where you're not scrapping to just get your breathing back in check does absolute wonders, and it's insane. Just to just like almost reset. Every time there's like a pause in a fight now, I just think reset breath, and then just yeah. you're, you're you're good, and it's insane. Yeah, what yeah, a difference yeah. it makes it's yeah. absolutely insane yeah. and, it, and it's it sounds weird because i think i've come from a uh snc background which is all about work hard play hard train you know like right. everything's full-blown um kill yourself sort of thing but then now that i've kind of got a better understanding i've realized how much little details can actually go an insane way like mm. things which are so overlooked in the fitness and industry like are massive absolutely massive like game-changing stuff and i think breathing w- would be a top three top five for sure 100 yeah. percent. yeah yeah i mean yeah that whole thing of of um awareness as well is is you know when you're breathing so short and it's all very um you're like so hyped up um yeah <laughs> you're, you're so like you're so like pinpoint focus on i don't know something that's going on in the fight that you may be missing yeah anything else that's going on your awareness of yeah anything else they're doing in their body i think i think that's that's a, probably a big part of fighting but the, the other, i mean i don't know how much into nasal breathing you've looked into at all i'm a yeah i'm a a big fan of that not just for not just for um like just not burning out but even for when you're doing strength training like uh, yeah. like if you're bracing for a squat i love breathing through the nose because it for, i don't know what it is it just aligns the body perfectly it gets a good old breath i'm a big nasal fan and i have a fat yeah. nose so yeah so i mean have you there's a book called um breath funny enough by <laughs> james Nestor, which is amazing so I recommend that but I'll have um, a, i'm not i'll be honest i'm not much of a reader but i'll, I'll try <laughs> Charlie, oh there you go <laughs> is there any pretty pictures as well i'll be all over that <laughs> yeah um, so, so nasal breathing um has got other benefit i mean the reason i got into breathing in the first place was um basically anxiety like to help mm. with anxiety um and that's that's massive for that but the the main like we were supposed to be complete nasal breathers in, yeah. in the beginning um and there's a lot of reasons behind that but one is um that it fit all the obviously through your nose it filters any shit um, <laughs> yeah. uh, so that's good uh yeah but secondly is nasal breathing they say it puts about six times more nitric oxide into your um system into your blood releases that into your blood which is a vasodilator so yeah basically widens your 
um, blood vessels and it helps blood flow a lot easier, which means that you get so much more oxygen around your body to your muscles to everything that needs it um, mm. than mouth breathing. So sen- like essential for any sort of sport trying to yeah. keep yourself going is if you're getting that much more oxygen around your body yeah. with way less effort. And that's not then- just like uh, long distance stuff, short distance. That would be per- like helpful for anyone. So mm. that is... Yeah, there's loads of interesting stuff around it. <laughs> it's just that we we've kind of been conditioned through loads of stuff which i'm not going to go into it's all in the book yeah um that makes us breathe through our mouths a lot and that shapes um our heads and our, our yeah, <laughs> i saw i saw it like a which contributes to mouth breathing yeah which means that when we then go and try and switch to nasal breathing we feel choked up um, yeah but it actually doesn't take long to change all that anatomy um yeah if you if you go through rounds of nasal breathing and being quite strict with it and mm. you'll you'll literally feel your nose opening up and your sinuses and everything so yeah. so you can change it really really quickly um uh, yeah i wish i had i wish i could show like images because i remember seeing this meme and it was this bloke who like it showed what would happen if we just breath like our whole life just breathe, breathe through our mouths and then what would happen if we breathed through our noses and like the whole face structure changed and they just look fucking hanging. <laughs> it absolutely grieves me. I bet anyone listening now is just like who was breathing through their mouth is suddenly like sniffing up their nose. Yeah. Oh my god, I panicking. But no, it's um it's one of those ones where like if you don't do it, you feel um everyone who does do it's a bit snobby like oh look at him breathing through his nose but like when you start doing it you're like fuck it's actually a bit of a game changer well it feels weird when you're first doing it because you feel like a fucking rhino you're just like puffing and panting out of your nose like flaring your nostrils but you you can get a lot calmer with it because your your airways will open and it becomes second nature you you don't look insane when you're doing it you just you just do it um uh yeah and and that's where um, yeah, they've done a lot of studies on like what the optimum breathing is, um, how many, how your rate of breathing, and they figured out that about five and a half in breaths and out breaths a minute is optimum. That's like yeah. you, you get in plenty of oxygen, like plenty, plenty, um, but yeah. also not putting too much stress on your on your body. So uh, you know that being said, is it, it's just that thing that we when we try to breathe less at the beginning we feel all choked up but really it's just getting used to that and you're getting yeah. you're getting plenty plenty of oxygen in um and then you just become more efficient i imagine your body just yeah, yeah. adapts it's, it's so not bringing that back to so i use that for um for uphill running a lot i i mm. try and use that to keep my body quite calm um yeah. not you know get my heart rate up too high when I'm going up hills, um, so so I'm not yet burning up too much, and I'm I'm keeping myself under control. And then mm. in my training a little bit, I use it for recovery. So if I'm doing hill sprints or something, any hill work or interval stuff, mm. it's using deep nasal breathing to calm my heart rate down as quickly as possible. Yeah, um, which is really useful as well. So yeah, uh, there's a lot of stuff in the nasal breathing. Oh God. yeah it it blows my mind right you've mentioned it a few times you talk about mindset now i would say i am very big on mindset 
but I'm I'm more steered to the I think it's so complicated it's quite hard to get a grasp on it whereas you're you really are trying to tackle the mind and try and use that as a beneficial factor for people's training um what 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 mindset do you have going into these races what do you find beneficial what helps you what links to um to getting you a better race when it comes to the mind fine races yeah i'm talking race day comp day because a lot of people i know like either who who don't want to do a competition or are doing a competition and then they're just everything goes like their body's just numb they feel weak um and obviously a big factor of that is mindset like it's um it's your body like going fuck i i don't like where i am right now yeah run sort of thing uh, well, for you that'd be really good, but <laughs> um, yeah, but I know what you mean. That's that's like that's like run like shit. I'm getting away from the lions. Yes, like, exactly. Like, yeah. That up. So yeah, I think that that I mean that links a little bit back to breath. So using that to get into like a more parasympathetic state, so you 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 relax really. Um, yeah, your body's operating well. Um, so you're not all holding so much tension that you're fighting your own tension through stuff. So yeah, I mean mindset for for me I mean, it'd be very different i imagine to fighting because but yeah i'm still intrigued yeah, i mean I'd, I'd say when it comes to running races i'm like i'm not really thinking about oh like i'm gonna really cheat myself up and push hard yeah I'm gonna kill that guy in front of me yeah you know like i'm there i'm there to just like i find i run the best when i'm like out there not even thinking about the race i'm just like there to enjoy myself um so yeah that's why our things might differ a little bit um because i don't know someone punched me in the face yeah um, but, but yeah because yeah, but so, it's still interesting like you have not every person gets hyped up for for fights uh in the same way like me i'm i'm fucking weird um i have to almost almost like an actor have this alter ego where I'm this arrogant prick who um, yeah. thinks he's better than everyone else. I'm a twat. Like I am the biggest twat yeah. ever, um, and I hate it. But if I don't, ha- but if I don't have that, I'd be shitting myself. Like I, w- I would. Yeah. Like I'm not. Um, yeah, yeah. I'm not a shy person, but it's it's a scary thing. So yeah. unless you have, for me, unless I have that um, it, that switch where I'm like, I'm a fuck you. I'm better than everyone. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I would then get that nervous feeling, that all that kind of shit. But that took me years to figure out. Like I used to be um, a horrible competitor. I like I, even when I was like younger, I'd lose and I'd just cry <laughs> for hours. I wouldn't speak to people for weeks. But that's because I had I had that mindset of I was better than everyone else, sort of thing. But now you develop that switch where you can just turn it on and off now. But um. So for you, it's more of a, would you say it's more of a, almost keep an empty head kind of thing. Um, yeah, like not really worrying about anyone else. But but then the thing is, is when it does get to like the crunch points, if it's like, because I'm pretty damn competitive as it is. And yeah. I think, the thing is where mindset gets really personal, right? So mm. um, some people need that G up. They need to be like, pump up, I'm going to kill people. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> For me, I'm like, I'm already too far down that line. So for me to try and chill myself out and be like, yeah, I'm just there to like enjoy myself. Yeah. I know that when it comes to like crunch time, <laughs> say it's like get to a hill 
um, and often you're not running that close to people. Um, these things are quite spread out, but mm. you know, say there's someone on my tail or someone just a bit ahead of me, and I know that if I crush this hill right in front of them, that might, you know, might make them be like, "Holy shit!" It might uh, dishearten them a little bit, or a bit. Yeah, yeah. So, so I'll, I'll, I'll use that for sure, and I'll, mm. I'll suddenly jump into like. I'm gonna make you my bitch, sort of thing. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But the, the problem with me is that, like, if I go with that mindset from the get go and I start with that, with like a, you know, a four hour race or whatever, that's too much tension to hold through a four hour race. I, I, tur- I, can, I know I can turn that on in the crunch times. So for me, it's more about being so comfortable, so relaxed, and knowing that that just comes naturally to me when I need it. Um, and, and I guess, like, that's actually something that I learned from my squash days because. I was so G'd up in squash, but yeah. almost in like a, it wasn't, it wasn't comfortable because yeah. I was like, <laughs> I was going to ask, support, you know, yeah. um, and then I tried going down the kind of arrogant route that you're saying, but I, I was just too tense. Um, yeah. I was, I was so focused on the outcome before yeah. I even got on court. Yeah. Really. So, um, I would get so would you like win a point and scream? Is that was that your kind of vibe? Oh, or? I used to headbutt the wall. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I'm a beast. People used to know me for it. I used to headbutt yeah. the wall. Um, that's so yeah, funny. Like, yeah. So that that's where like, and you can, what is wrong with this guy? <laughs> I think that's, that's where getting that mindset is right. Is getting it really right. Is you can be like super arrogant, super overconfident. Mm. That's really good. But if that confidence, that arrogance, makes you tense up, yeah. then you you just failing yourself so you look at any i don't know mate my my knowledge of fighters is like not great but you yeah. look at like i don't know conor mcgregor yeah shock you've gone yeah. for him you know me <laughs> you know me knows, yeah. right? <laughs> <laughs> like, he the way he is when he comes on he is so comfortably arrogant yeah and that's the difference not like he's not like i remember him, who's that fight he had against that guy um <laughs> Well, where he uh, knocks him out in seconds, that one? Aldo? Yeah, no, not Aldo. Um, he was the guy who fought like tw- two times bef- the two before him. He was like short, really short guy wrestler. Not Khabib. Um, Khabib? No, not Khabib. I don't know. But this guy was like trying to, he just saw Connor being this like big, mouthy like sort of thing at the press conferences and he tried to like start mouthing him off. Oh, I know who you're on about. That wasn't but... natural to him. Yeah. Um... It just wasn't natural at all. And he's like, He's like trying to be this arrogant thing, but you could see he was like uncomfortable with it. Was it? Uh, you know, where he goes, "Who the fuck is that guy?" Was it that one? Literally that. Yeah. 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 The guy just kind of went, oh, "Okay." Yeah. Like, and then he started making noises, and it was really cringy. Like he was like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly." Yeah, yeah. yeah. You, could, you could just see that, like, oh, he was that? trying to bring in this like cocky um, sort of thing being like, oh, I'll take you on on that. But it just wasn't, he wasn't there yet. You know, he wasn't comfortable in that arrogance. So I think, I think there's like some work that needs to be done for like, when you put yourself on the spotlight, you're comfortable with being arrogant. Um, Yeah. And that's the difference, I think, where you don't tense up through it. Yeah. And you don't want to get to a point of arrogance where, um, it then makes you think your opponent's so shit that you then perform worse. Like it's all, it's all got to be based on, um, performing what makes you perform better and some people like when i play rugby some people would just hate getting g'd up like not typically it was the backs um who need to make more 
conscious decisions, whereas the forward you kind of just headbutt people, run around, flying around. Yeah. Whereas like yeah. backs who actually have to make um, skillful decisions. So I like you would often see in the team talk, like if I was doing a team talk to some of the boys, um, if I started like getting g'd up all the backs would be looking down not trying to get too involved whereas all the forwards would be looking at me ready for war like just looking like yes we're gonna we're gonna scrum and push whereas all the backs are like oh, i really gotta make some good decisions here but it's, it's interesting okay guys yeah you just you just you do you and we'll we'll we'll, we'll, we'll use the ball all right but it was yeah. um it's i just find i find mindset i find it so interesting but i also find it so personal that it's almost I feel like you just got to figure out yourself sort of thing. Yeah. It's getting to know yourself, isn't it? Yeah. 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 It's like um, John McEnroe, isn't it? I mean, he he would compete so well if he got angry. Like, that's when he played his best. Yeah. Really. Um, but you try and make someone else do that, they're not going to, it's not going to work. Yeah. So, so, yeah, and this is something that I think a lot of people get confused about. Everyone looks at Conor McGregor and think, oh, I've got to be Conor McGregor. I've got to be this yeah. arrogant twat basically yeah and, like floats around doing all this crazy stuff yeah like it's not you like yeah. you've got to figure out your own head yeah um but i i um yeah for me like it just works but i for anyone who's wanting to do a competition and they um they're worried about the nerves they'll get the only way they'll you'll get better at it and figure it out is by doing them it's the only like it's it's not one of those things where you um you can just do it you go to a car like you, you can't prep it in training you just can't there's just no, no there's no there's no way about it like the yeah. difference from training and a competition is uh it's crazy you get a lot of people uh, it's um in, in rugby it was like um train like t- uh, uh tarzan and play like jane sort of thing <laughs> like it, like it's, it's like you you'd be amazed the amount of people who have that it's yeah. um and, yeah, a, yeah, yeah, 100%. and a big thing for that is not knowing your mindset and your strategy to get you get you there really right yeah yeah and then, like you're saying about the whole snc life of go like go nuts push weight scream whatever yeah yeah that's useful if you can train harder doing that great awesome like you know but you also need to know how to switch into performance mode which is a completely different mindset yeah um yeah so yeah well i've 100%. i've uh i've almost i i used to be that I've, I've ventured away from um i've ventured more towards training smart rather than training like i if you see someone in the gym and you just and let's just say they do they, they're in a sport and they're just absolutely gassing them out, themselves out of training because they're like it's like uh, uh no one will beat me competition won't win and then they're just there like gassed out and you're just like it's just so it's being confident enough to know that you don't have to train to die every training session and knowing that it's be, yeah, it'll be beneficial but yeah, yeah, it's yeah. it's um not to say i don't you don't want to not train hard like there's of course there's a time and a place for everything but it's i definitely think people who go into every session and trying to walk out of every session like they've um like they've just been at war it's it's almost like um they're not confident enough to know that just training smart is actually the better way to do it if that makes sense yeah, yeah like yeah, yeah. it's um yeah. 
Because you would you wouldn't like for you you don't you don't like you said you don't run a hundred k every day. You, it's just because it's so um, stupid and long term detriment. Like it will just catch up on you. Brutal. Yeah, I definitely I did too many miles. Um, I got a bit rowdy for like a couple of weeks and did too many miles. And yeah. Pushing it too hard and I got injured. So it's um, yeah, it, it's it's stress on your body, man. Like that's the thing. And like that's that's one thing. I don't know if you get the similar thing with fighting. I feel like it's a bit more regimented, but um, but you have so many people with running that like like a week before they're still like, oh, I need to get like a really yeah. good training run in, and I'm like, dude, that time's passed. Nah, to go it's down, a like. it's a big if you're building up for it's it's different when let's just say you're building up for a one fight. So it's um it's not like a competition. It's like a, just you're fighting one person multiple rounds. It's a it's um it's a lot of people burn themselves out to a build up to that comp. They think they get closer to a comp that they have to work harder to make them be um, like to be fitter, but it's just not, it's not the case at all. You actually want to almost dampen down a little bit, focus more on your, your technique because the build up would have happened beforehand. Like if you do too yeah. much a uh, couple weeks in and out, it's just going to fucking kill you. But it's, yeah. um, and it's insane the amount of people who think that just because you're working harder means you'll be able to work harder, which just isn't the case at all. It's um, that sounded quite inspirational. Actually, I might have to quote that. But it's um, it's uh, it's it's really common to think that, and it's really um, like a lot of what I mean by common is a lot of people think it is the case, but it's just not. It's yeah. and even though I I used to think it as well. Um, training to failure every single time and just thinking that's 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 the only way it's going to get me stronger which it did i'm not saying it did didn't work but that was because i was a new lifter and a lot of people think that just because it works it's the best it worked for them it's the best way to go about it um yeah which is why i think a lot of people get confused with it like because they'll be like oh i was trained to failure every time every time every time and now i've just hit this plateau and i just can't um lift anymore i'm getting injured it's like because it's just because it's caught up on you like your body's yeah. reached yeah, that yeah. limit now and that's, that's the thing is that people don't realize the amount of fatigue and stress is in their body yeah. at all like people have what two days off and they're like oh yeah i'm fully recovered i'm like no you're yeah not. like yeah and that, that's something i you know with all my clients as a massage therapist is like um the people walk in and i'm like yeah what's what's going on how's your body and they're like oh yeah like my shoulders are a bit stiff, but my legs are fine. They're totally fine. And I'm like, all right. And I just lean on them a tiny yeah. bit. And they're like, oh, God. Like, yeah. Are they fine, are they? Yeah. <laughs> people, uh, like, people are so numb. And, and that's something for running and I guess for fighting or any sport really is that like people really don't let their bodies recover to a baseline before they go and compete. Yeah. Um, they, they, as long as they feel like, relaxed enough to like go out and have a jog they're like yeah. oh yeah i'm fully recovered i'm like well, well before one of my big races i basically just um last in the summer i it was what was it my birthday that week <laughs> and i was going to the uh yeah i didn't go out and get hammered yeah i was about to say rat ass before i come so <laughs> I literally went to the breckens um with a hammock uh, this is gonna make me sound so cool. I'm just gonna yeah. 
Uh, he's a cool I man. He's... There, turned off my phone and just slept in a hammock for like four days. Um, wow, you're a cool man. Absolutely <laughs> nothing. Just like swam around in these little pools and the waterfalls and yeah. stuff, and just like chilled out. I spent. You're such a caveman. Walking around, but like. <laughs> What like one that was like good for my body to just like super chill, yeah. but mainly for my mind as well to just like get out of the city, go somewhere where I could really drop off, let go. Um, <laughs> and I I went there and and I ran so well, I felt so fucking good. Yeah, like you had my that. body really recover. Um, yeah. and that's another thing is people go like, oh yeah, I haven't haven't tri- like trained that hard this week. So I'm recovered, and I'm like, okay, but what did you do? And they're like, well, I cycled to work, and then I did a nine-hour shift, and then I, yeah. I'm like, that's stressful as well. Yeah, you got to take that on board. Yeah, I think uh, so. It's um, everyone relaxes in different ways. Like for you, you you love uh, yeah, you're weird. You're weird. <laughs> Me camping four days in a hammock is it my cup of tea? But I'll probably hit up some gaming or something. But um what i find a lot of people forget is you you've probably done it as well is where you have like two weeks off maybe or a what a week off and you come back to the gym and you're stronger and you're just like how 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 has this happened and it's the same thing i'm not saying have a week off before a comp we know there's better ways to go about it but um it's it's letting you you know that having time off is not a bad thing at all like even a, f- a full week off, people seem to think in that week they've lost ten kilos of muscle mass. They've um, all their lifts are going to go down by nine hundred kilos. Like it's just not the case at all. Yeah, like absolutely. sometimes the best training you could do is have a week off, and that sounds insane, but it just yeah. is. <laughs> yeah, people just look at that as like backwards. Yeah. Really, that's moving forward in a way. Yeah, like people need to see some of this stuff look at training as like yeah more holistic thing um like people like you said like people can't there's a lot of people that can't come out of training unless they're they've hit like a they're, unless they're gassed yeah like basically they're like oh that was just pointless yeah like i mean my dad is just like the, the same for it he'll do like I remember once he did like um did like an hour and a half of yoga with like a, a one-on-one instructor yeah um and then and then he finished that and he was like oh do you want to play some squash and we played two hours of squash because <laughs> yeah. he was like he came out of yoga an hour and a half of yoga being like oh yeah i've, I've, I've done nothing yoga's like, fucking hard <laughs> so... just because you didn't get your heart rate up doesn't mean yeah. you've done nothing yeah that's like a massive 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 thing uh, um, yeah i was rehabbing a pretty horrendous pelvis injury and i did a bit of um yoga to help with that just and and oh my god that was just there with um it's like a, you on the treadmill uh yeah literally yeah, treadmill. it's a lot of um so my injury believe it or not is very common in pregnant women so um yeah. and uh so when i went to yoga it was a lot of uh women who just had like babies or it was very and i fit in great like because i had this injury which was very common <laughs> but um i was there shaking like a shitting dog and they were fucking sick. Like they were doing all these, uh, like I, I can't remember the positions, but like there was one leg somewhere and another hand, another. Like it was just insane. 
And then, like, you could just see the yoga instructor looking at me like, if you want to make this a bit easier, um, just put that other leg down. And you just see, you see, yeah, you see no one else do it. And you just see my my legs slowly go down. Like, it's just it's like, it's insane. Yeah, like, yeah. Because yeah. yeah, people like us, we just follow, focus on the big compound head yeah. lifting. And then you try and do something like, slightly out your comfort zone might not be with some weight but just something yeah different and you're shaking and going all over the place and uh, yeah, yeah. It, it was a, a humbling yeah, experience yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i was like oh, i'm strong i'll be able to do this yoga shit okay i'm fucking yeah. shaking <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. so yeah like, massively people definitely underrate it but um right we have oh, i can't believe it's been it's been 40 minutes already um I think, for me, we've covered, we've talked about, I've got a list here of just things we can talk about, um, and I think we've covered them all. It does look like oh, a, wow. it does look like a good evening, my, my list. It's got breathing, rubbing, like it's, it's, um, it's, uh, doesn't look like it's a podcast for fighters, but, um. Are you New Year's Eve plans for yourself? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> breathing and rubbing. Can't wait. Um. But is there anything else you you think like you forgot to mention, forgot to talk about, um, which you're passionate about, which will blow my mind? Um, well, mate, we I mean we could go into all sorts of topics, but maybe let's leave that for another another. Yeah, another. I feel like a uh, first podcast forty minutes is enough to uh, yeah. enough to please some people. But uh, it's been an absolute pleasure to have you on first podcast, um, and uh, you've done very well, done very well. Oh, I thoroughly enjoyed it. Um, it's been lovely. But do you want to do you want to plug yourself? I'll probably plug you at the start. But do you want to do you want to put your ads? Put your. Why put, are you going to plug me? Is that of course. Of cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh god. Oh dear. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, you can find me on uh, Web and Flow Fitness on Instagram. Um, yeah. Website is very unactive, but yeah. it's there. Um, but mainly Instagram. Yeah. Um, posting all sorts of stuff from little tips on mindset breathing strength conditioning anything really and you make some cool like shakes in the process as well somewhere so. yeah he's, a, he's very cool is how i describe him very cool um so that was was it web for spider flow for river and for and and fitness for fitness right web yeah all right lots of love pleasure to have you cheers boo well if you're listening now you've uh, got to the end so well done um first podcast there was a few a few little issues uh good thing we were talking about breathing because you could hear me breathing throughout the whole bloody thing but um i do hope you enjoyed the the podcast and um have a good day